guys, what up? And welcome back. It's Cobb from the Be Easy Crew. You're not going to want to miss this episode with my buddy Steve, a.k.a. Dr. Smurf. Recently just dropped his album, Sacrifices. He works at one of my favorite places, Armor Music Hall. And he's got the latest on the main scene of the music cream. Everybody's going to want to hear this one. Say what up to Dr. Smurf. Welcome to the Be Easy Podcast. Brought to you by your hosts, Carl and Abby O'Brien and Brendan Schuff. So sit back, relax, and be easy. There was, there was, there was like them two minutes in Ardmore. Right. I, I remember that, sense I, or something. that like was what triggered me when we first started like making the show and coming up with ideas. I was like, I just saw him and I was like, I know he's making music. Like we'll have to have him on. And, and I remember cause we were, Chef, it was the night that we went to see, were you with us? It was somebody's birthday. Mm. And we like went to the Armour Music Hall right after the place uh, that Dee Marino was in town. I don't know if I made it to that one. No, I didn't. always end up banged up there though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> it's just such a cool venue, but you know, I, I don't. I went back to a music venue, and it's from what it was before, when it was like, uh, what do they call it? Brownies. Yeah, twenty threes. Yeah, my mom used to go there. What's brownies? <laughs> it was the name of the bar. Oh, it was a brownies. just a bar, no yeah. music. They always had that stage, I think, though. Yeah, man, like Fish played. Dave At Matthews brownies? played that stage. Uh, really? Yeah, I think it was brownies. Maybe it was when it was the twenty threes cabaret before brownies. Okay. But they've had like wow. wild people in there back in the day. I think Fish like, played there like multiple times. I think it's wow. like, that's like the point. How fun. Wow. Because they were both on the same spot, that other spot down in Lang- that was on Lancaster Avenue, the point. Like, yeah, there's like, there. a, uh, there's like a, um, like a logo for the point on the walls. Oh, inside. that's right. I saw that. Yes, musical I'm, up there. Yeah, one of the flags, right? Or With something. The banners, the yeah. Top. Yeah. Oh, sick. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I feel like I, I, you know, me and Steve were friends in high school. But I used to hang out with his wife a lot because when I started doing theater and acting, Megan was in that program and I started to hang out with that kind of group. And I feel like the last couple of years I saw like through social media, like you guys were out on the West Coast, a lot of stuff that I was getting into music wise, you guys were getting into. And I was always like, oh, I always wonder what they're up to. And then it was so crazy, like he was saying that time I saw you. And then when the album dropped, I was like, you know, again, I definitely got to hear from this guy. What's been going on? And, um, you know, looking through stuff today, it was just fucking cracking me up. All the same kind of people we still know. Yeah, Um, I kept getting notifications that you've liked all the various weird shit that I've been involved in. It happened. Welcome to the the club. I try not to do that all the time. But But every time you do. Every time I do. Um, they're tr- they're yelling like I'm trying to get better with it, but you know. Anyway, it's it's um, the story's pretty wild, but like I didn't know how did you guys get out to the West Coast originally? Well, we drove. But, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, we were just we were planning on it for probably about like a year or so, but we didn't know where we were going to end up. We just knew we wanted to do something different, so uh, we knew a dude who had a pot farm out there. Oh, wow. So we just went there really? and we're probably there for like six weeks, eight weeks while we just kind of figured our shit out and kind of just like landed in LA, to be honest with you. Wow. wow. We, went up north. we went up north. 
Yeah, it wasn't Humboldt though. It okay. wasn't up. Uh, it wasn't that far out north. It was like Napa County. Got it. So probably like two hours north of San Francisco. So it wasn't like at the tip. That's wild. And were you staying on but, the platform? Yeah, it was. It was weird. It was wild. Wow, you saw it all. They had like seventeen alpacas and goats and chickens and all this. All this. we had to feed the alpacas. And so, like, was it? I guess it was uh, <laughs> indoor. So you were like, did you have stuff going to harvest every month, every two months? Like, what was that like? Uh, well, we when we went out there, we just trimmed. So trimmed. all the plants and shit were outside. They brought him into a garage and hung in and we just like sat in a garage and smoked weed all day and just right, pulled him down it. and just took little scissors to weed for wow. 30 days straight. That but that was our rent. That was our down payment on the apartment and yeah, right? kind of like got us to survive off that till we found jobs. I don't know how you wild. left that setup. <laughs> well, we were in a house with the same 10 people from all around the world for six weeks is... Yeah, I think you're ready it's to get easier that. to leave. Right. Than- <laughs> in a hot spot right there. Yeah, we're gonna have to get this person on the podcast who owns the farm. <laughs> uh, the pot farm. Yeah, that would be fun. Do- drove down south and landed on LA. Yeah, we went down. We just like we took like a week's vacation from the farm, I guess, and got a motel room down there, uh, and just kind of like wandered the streets of Los Angeles, hoping to God we could find an apartment because we wanted to go to San Francisco. Okay. But you can't, no. it's like ridiculously expensive there. So we realized that we would have lasted probably three months. Yeah. So we just kept on going. <laughs> Smart. Smart. Yeah. Lasted like two years there, I think, two well, and a half years. It's a pretty good chunk of time, right? Wow. It's crazy. What did you get into out in LA? Uh, well, I went to school. Uh, I went to LA film school, got awesome. a degree in music production and, uh, well, you know, learned how to sick. make albums and shit. <laughs> then had a pretty cool uh, internship at a recording studio out there with Travis Scott's Astro World. We recorded that while I was interning there. I was getting them all their Roscoe's and sushi and shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool experience for sure. Yeah, it was wild. Wow, I'm sure you met some famous people too. I mean, interacted. Yeah. For sure. I don't know. I'd say necessarily meet them, but we yeah. definitely got used <laughs> to it. I feel like... I've- the only experience I have of that is like being on like a like a set or a studio set. My my uh my one cousin was out there working for Fox for a while, and it was like we were on the Fox lot, and he was like editing for American Idol. But you would like see the, like see someone, you know. And I was like intern helping the one summer, like following him for the day, and like couldn't really talk to anybody that you would see. Yeah. They could ask you for things. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, don't say anything back. Just Yeah. Things you're allowed to say are like, something. what kind of dipping sauce do you want? Right. Yeah. Sir. Are you thirsty? Can I stop and grab you a six pack or I remember something you, all your Dutchies you. with on the way? Uh, I've never been to LA, but the closest I've been was this past weekend. I binge watched Selling Sunset on oh Netflix. <laughs> so I saw a lot of really fancy LA and <laughs> makes me want to go there, but. I'd have to live a different lifestyle. <laughs> I kept saying every time we were watching, I was like, we should go to the West Coast. Like, yeah, but right now. Never been not even for the houses. It's just so much more. I feel like it's more relaxed out there that, and it feels more relaxed. You know, it's like not. It's definitely slower. I don't, I don't know if I'd say relaxed. It's slower. It's definitely slower. I mean, everybody seems more relaxed. It's just because they're all really stoned because they work four jobs. 
right <laughs> they're only yeah. released at that point yeah, i used to um i used to work bet events and the biggest one was awards out in la so i worked with a lot of like the stage crew from like the la scene and yeah no i mean they're working constantly for but sure but he loves it though oh it's yeah it's like the weirdest uh, thing everybody's constantly like on the things. hustle yeah, but they're uh, all stoked about it yeah it's it's like two hours of sleep going to your third job and like hey you guys ready it's like new york but it's just a little bit different vibe do they go out at like 10 o'clock to eat dinner in la like they do in new york yeah meg worked at like a high scale you should have her on just to talk about working at this restaurant she worked at like one of the top restaurants in la and she would have all kinds of she right and she probably knows has more celebrity stories than i do (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, people would be going out there at like 10 o'clock, 10, 11 o'clock at night. For dinner. Ordering that like entrees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's crazy. I'm like looking for sleep at that point in time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ice cream in bed. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, could, I couldn't hang. That's for sure. No way. But Everything's so, later there too. Like everybody yeah. does definitely wake up a little bit later. Too. It's, yeah, I mean, I see three hours behind the back. East Coast, you know, so. Right. Yeah. You know. Except on Sundays, man, I was still waking up at nine o'clock in the morning and cracking a beer at. 10 for the one o'clock game that might be one of the coolest parts i think of the west coast Brunch. is like hardcore like morning breakfast football is, oh yeah you know, always going on and dude so many eagles fans really such huh. a wild eagle scene that seen out there oh yeah there was like we had to have no problem man every wow. every sunday we could go to a different bar that was just filled with eagles fans eagles themed we watched somebody um lauren decampley from relief she was living yeah, out yeah. there at the time and her boyfriend was from san francisco he walked into a california bar wearing a san francisco jersey and got booed out no wow. awesome <laughs> i've never been more proud in my life that is fucking hilarious that pulls they, the heartstrings for sure i feel like eagles <laughs> bars are in the fucking craziest places mm-hmm. some, i was talking to some kid a while back who was telling me about how there's one in downtown la or um london and like it's like oh, that's wild you know, they have cheesesteaks and everything. And it's like a guy from Philly that got a job in London and was like, you know what? I can't get a cheesesteak anywhere. I'm going to have everything shipped in and we're going to do it here. And then he started a bar. And they all get the rolls right from Amoroso. This is like my favorite story that you could hear in any corner of the globe. It's this. Oh, yeah. No, I got it. I know an, uh, an Aspen. In Aspen, there's a cheesesteak spot. He gets his meat and rolls from Philly. It always goes back to it. It's in our blood, man. It's, it's just always comes up. It always comes up. It's not our what fault. Part? And now you're living in Philly, right? Are you guys downtown? Yeah, we're right in Center City. Okay, cool. Oh wow. So how long how long have you been back? Uh we moved, we came home uh right before Christmas of 2019. So I guess almost two years. Yeah, wow. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah, cr- yeah. Well, I feel like the last three months has been like four years. So <laughs> yeah. I've kind of thrown off my whole time. Uh, this past Christmas. So 2018, maybe. Got it. Yeah, I've, been, I've definitely been on the home for almost two years. This Christmas will okay. be mine. Yeah. So you did <laughs> summer in Philly. Yeah, we did do summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I was going to say, I know that the last like seven months have felt like three years, but. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't even well, know. Like, what is today? Is it? I had a look. October? Sunday? Uh, yeah, it's mid-August. I just <laughs> Cool, thanks. Yeah. This week actually feels like that. Right? I swear I thought today was Thursday all day. <laughs> it feels like a unfortunately <laughs> so did you start making music while you were out on the west coast or did you kind of start focusing on making your own music when you came back when i was out there i had a teacher uh one of his one of my teachers was amp live um okay. he's a pretty wild producer he works with like delta funky homo sapien and um the zion i crew he has a side project with the guy from revolution 
Okay. It was kind of like all over the place, but he was, uh, during my last few months, he was one of my major teacher, my main teachers. So oh, wow. I had a, we, I turned in a project to him and he said, you should make an album like this. And, uh, so yeah, that was just the first song <laughs> that started it. And it took me two years to finish it. Wow. That's wild. That went. That's wild. What, when you say like this, is there like a term for that type of music? Uh, I don't know, man. I have such a struggle with that. <laughs> I've heard people call it like tranquil house music, which is weird. I haven't heard I've that never, I've like. never like associated myself with house, house. house yeah. music before. Right. I think it's definitely in the electronic realm. Yeah. But it's not like EDM. So oh, right. I don't know. I would always love to call it some kind of like electro jazz or some kind of thing like that but i don't want, want any like actual jazz musicians to hear me say that okay you don't want to like offend them but you like <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't want to get kicked out of that room yet i feel like i've been calling it lo-fi lo-fi uh, yeah that would go i just that's just broad it seems broad <laughs> but anytime i type in lo-fi but i'm good with what that. i want I'm, i wish i could just it's music it is yeah. music. It is music. No ah. But in the world of data, you need filters. You need oh, data. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Meta data. And I was saying too, then I have to ask the name, your your music handle name. Oh, Dr. Smurf. Yeah. When I was Googling it, we were talking before, I'm like, dude, nothing else comes up between, you know, besides actual Dr. Smurf and Steve. Like when you Google it, that's all that comes up. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty smart. <laughs> yeah, nobody, uh, I honestly thought it was going to be a, a problem. I, I, right. I assumed that like I was going to try to do this thing and somebody was going to tell me to stop or I was right, going to find that fine. it would be impossible to find me or anything like that. But like, yeah, nobody, I guess not many Smurf fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they started asking me Smurf questions like I was going to know well, all the answers. I was like, I didn't realize there was a Dr. Smurf. Like is there i have i have no idea i know nothing about this i don't know I, yeah, he, he, I said that i said he probably doesn't know anything yeah, about carl's it. like I, where do you even call us where do they live i don't know no i said i said well where do smurfs go when they get sick i don't i don't know if they get sick. the doctor and then yeah chef said do smurfs get sick and i said i don't know it is that is true they could be immortal and then, what did you say chef? Said something weird like no they come from a place of good you and know what that's it this actually the name stems from my immortality yeah i love it so yeah where did the name come from if you're not like a big smurfs fan my uh i have like a one weird memory it probably happened one time i thought you were gonna have a smurf tattoo like right on your arm (laughs) yeah now it's on my chest (laughs) (laughs) go ahead go ahead but no i just like have a i had a weird memory of when i was a really little kid two of my cousins like messing with me and calling me dr smurf might not have even happened but they were two cousins one of them gave me my first piano when i was like six and his brother the other cousin gave me my first guitar for my high school graduation so i just wanted to like pay an homage to that's pretty cool in some way really cool that's a good reason if they if they heard this right now they'd be like did we say that? <laughs> what the hell is he talking sure. about? I remember that. I said that. <laughs> so you have a ton of musical talent. Do you have a favorite instrument? I don't know. I probably the guitar. Okay. The piano. I have, I, I have zero musical talent. Yeah. I'm so impressed. Abby loves music, but always <laughs> yeah. says she has zero musical talent. Nothing. I started playing the piano when I was six. So that's um, like, I that's think been like a special a thing, but. Like yeah, I mean, like, I didn't uh, start playing the guitar till I was 19. So yeah, okay. that was after high school. That was yeah. we broke up, Carl. Oh, wow. That's so funny. And I was running through songs today, obviously. I'm sure you got the notifications. <laughs> and the song title <laughs> song from the SoundCloud, who I was like in love with, because I feel like what is the one song 
uh, closed on Tuesdays. Is that about yeah, Charlie's? Yeah, for Charlie's. Yeah, yeah they all have that whole thing I did when I was out there while I was in school, and they all have, they're all like weird Delco names. I love it so <laughs> Really? Yeah. yeah. Named one like Quinny's Rocket, that place people partied at at Black Rock right. Park, and yeah. This is uh, deep Delco knowledge. Fairview Road, and forget some of the other ones. I was the one I just That's had cool. set, the McDade. Is it what I can now I gotta see what it's one of this. Oh yeah, make the McDade Walkers. Yeah, I'm in love with it. Yeah, it's freaking hilarious. I think I just named a song RP McMurphy's. <laughs> There's one on there, RP Mc something. RP McMurphy's. I used to go there with regularly on Wednesdays. And then we found out after I met Pito that Leanna's uncle owns it. <laughs> so it's like a my buddy, one of my buddies' wife. Her uncle is like R.P. McMurphy's. I'm like, what the fuck? He is R.P. McMurphy's? It's him. Like, it's, it's, he is wow. R.P. McMurphy. And I was like, that is so fucking crazy. Small world. <laughs> Thank all you for your service. The fucking world, all the way around. <laughs> it was like really odd when it happened. I remember. Yeah, that's crazy. So then when did like the album kind of start taking shape for you then? Uh, well, I planned to do it right off the bat. Okay. Um, it just took forever for me to get it together. Like one song at a time. Like he like, told me, yeah, it was just one song at a time. <laughs> he told me to make a. He told me to take this song and like build an album like it. So I, I that was the first song that I made, and then I just kind of kept on like grabbing it, just kind of like I could grasp onto and just building songs out of it. In two years, a so couple you, of them are here. You started this back in twenty eighteen. Yeah, then, I guess it would. It would have been May right before I graduated. Oh wow! And so you just released this out out to the world last like less than a month ago right yeah uh two two weeks three weeks the 31st so mm-hmm. yeah i guess about two and a half weeks Sick. 18 days how does that feel like, <laughs> like honestly man it was like uh it's my first one yeah and so like nobody knows who dr smurf was so it was kind of like just this build up to do it and then i did it and it was just like i, I just hit enter on the computer screen and it was just <laughs> it was really anticlimactic i was just like all right well that's uh, that's done it'll be out in two weeks like it took a couple weeks for it to actually get released imagine, and, uh, imagine, doing it, imagine doing it and like a little cd just pops out of your computer <laughs> and then you have to write the name on it <laughs> yeah yeah me and sean handed them out at like coffee shops all over media and uh yeah or whatever but we were oh, yeah i recorded one time in a studio to make one and i remember similarly being like oh we're done and then like just giving it away and never yeah. knowing like what would happen to it. And then you have to work. Right. Like, you're not like doing the fun thing of making the music anymore. Now you're like looking at metrics and yeah. What do I do now? Yeah. And have yeah. To, now I have to do more shit yeah. <laughs> and I can't take two years to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so that way it was almost like a senior, like a final project, right? Like, like culmination of the time at school and out there pretty much. Right. Yeah, I guess so. I mean the one song and then the rest of it, cause then I was done school and, Right. Just kind of hustling out there, and yeah. How many times have you heard your songs? <laughs> <laughs> well, my wife still listens to it every day, so <laughs> nice. a, a lot from that. But I haven't listened to it through since I since I released it. Oh. I haven't actually like done actually listened to it on Spotify. I feel like it's really it kind of feels weird. Yeah. yeah. When I'm listening to it before, it was like productive, and I was always like thinking about changes I needed to make. But now, just like listening back to it, it's now it's fine. It feels, it feels weird. Yeah, There's no it almost game. feels like they're not even my songs anymore. It just feels like I just gave them away, and they're just like somebody else's now. I'm sure you feel that way when you get in the car and it's like playing in your speakers. Is <laughs> <laughs> this is me? This yeah, is this is this is what? <laughs> it's gotta be weird. 
I, I feel like if if I was listening to my own music, like in the car while I was driving, yeah, I I would not be able to handle it. <laughs> That's how I test all all of my stuff. Pretty awesome. Really? You do. I, was, I do it in the car. Yeah. I think that's how like most people listen to music. Yeah. So when I'm done with like mix mixing and mastering and cool. stuff. So I'll you're like the cruising, like, yeah. Yeah, driving, taking notes. Very dangerous. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> with you though. Know, and like the, the the audio in cars is also pretty solid too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Then um, I would get in my mom's car that has like a Bose system on it. I'd hear all the mistakes, like everything. Nice. Yeah, Every no. little pin drop in there. Well, and you really do have to think about like the different mediums that people are listening to stuff nowadays and kind of how it sounds on all those different, we do the same thing with the podcast, you know, like, yeah, what's it going to sound like in headphones compared to a car or mm-hmm. even like with like going through like Spotify and Pandora and iTunes and stuff like that. Like they all have different like compression factors and how they, yeah. how they bring everything up to their level. And, and so for me, it's like, it's, it's even more crucial than for a podcast, like, you know, especially something like like your music where, I mean, those beats are so sick, but like everything, well, thanks. it all matters. Yeah. And I hear all of it too. I hear, I still hear every mistake. I think that's probably why I'm not look, listening to it. It's like if like you paint your house or something and you miss a spot, nobody's going to know it. But every time you walk into that room, you're going you're gonna to see it there. So how did you come up with all the names for these songs? Oh, man. And some of them, I, I went to release it and they were literally like track one. It was intro and then like Roman numeral two and Roman numeral three. And then they told me I couldn't use Roman numeral. So I just like spelled out the words two, three. I didn't want to name these songs at all. Really? And then it was, it was after I released it, Spotify kicked it back. Like, I think everybody else would have taken it, but Spotify wouldn't take titles like that. And it's like the only, it's like the one place I need it. So I, some of them were like, I had named them out there just for like reference. Yeah. Like this, there's a song called Cherry Baby and this chorus in the song are C and B. So I just named it like, and I right. had a guitar that I called Cherry Baby. So it was like, oh, I'll remember that it's in C and B later because yeah. it's Cherry Baby. <laughs> but I, they, I just kind of like threw the names together right before, like during the process. I feel like, do, do you think about, do you like, I feel like when I see the name of the song, I think about the name while I'm listening to the song. Does anyone else do that? Or do you guys not do that? Yeah, I do. I think when there's like lyrics involved. Right. I will. Full disclosure, I cannot hear one of my songs and tell you the name of it. I have to look at the track list. Really? That's wild. Yeah, I don't know it. That's wild. And so like I what wish I would have known that because that would have been a fun game. Yeah, we could you could have quizzed me. I would have gotten everyone. <laughs> and so like what's the thought process there with um with like a track, like a lyrics track or not? Uh I'm not a singer nor am I a lyricist. So I'm I will work with another like this next thing i'm doing is all collaborations it's going to be two songs at a time with just like a series of different artists from wherever so there'll be like vocalists mixed in there um doing covers in their own songs that they write or co-write the lyrics together they do the singing but yeah i won't do the the, uh, (laughs) yeah not this guy do you think do you feel like more of a producer then as opposed to being the musician, do you feel like that's where your kind of passion is floating towards? I think so. Yeah. I also kind of separate the Dr. Smurf and like, I like the alter this, ego. Yeah. The I Steve like that. Smith thing. Like, yeah. uh, cause I'll still play in bands. Right. I got, you know, I still do that thing. And, but yeah. as the Dr. Smurf side is definitely, I would just say that's, I'm a producer in that sense. Sick. So that's cool. Cause they'll leave different avenues. Yeah. 
And then yeah. Dr. Smurf, the producer. Yeah, and then if I, if I fuck something up as Dr. Smurf, I can just fall I, back on so my... Good. I love it. <laughs> Keeping your options open. Exactly, man. I'll just make another alter ego. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. So tell us how you ended up at Ardmore Music Hall. I had a... Uh, uh, Fred, Pat Bird, he's another. No, uh, really? Yeah, he was working oh, with. He's working with. He was working at an advertising firm with a guy who's now like VP of operations at Ardmore Music Hall. He was consulting for them, and then they did like some restructuring and brought him on Ooh. board. Uh, Bert talked to him, and he just blindly vouched for me. I met him six months after this guy got me the job. Wow. But I, he gave me the email. He said, use it as a reference and just like email the general manager. So I just sent him an email, like gushing about the Grateful Dead, talking about right. how much I love Bob Weir. Cause I know there's not like a deadhead venue. Yes. And they For just, sure. I, didn't, I didn't even interview. I just, they called me in and they were like, so can you start uh, Saturday? <laughs> like, sure. I moved again. I moved 4,000 miles away with no job. <laughs> so <laughs> taking what I could get. Wow. And that's been amazing. It's crazy how life happens, man. Yeah, it's very ser- been very serendipitous. Yeah, it's just crazy how it happens. You just got to go, you know, good vibes and go on the right track. I do love that dead cover band. Uh, is it the same cover band or is there multiple dead cover There's bands? There's not multiple. It's just a dead. Yeah, it's just splintered. It's dead spot. It's- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to describe it. There's like a whole nother slew of music that like follows along with it. I feel like that jam band side and that that's the kind of guys that play there. I yeah. Mean, but they get a really good following. Like it's, oh, a good, yeah. it's a good time. They'll book them. They'll book back-to-back weekends and just not tell anybody about it. So they'll sell the tickets to the first show and then be like, oh, by the way, they're back next weekend and sell the room out again. Yeah. Two weekends in a row. Like there's radius clauses in effect for most bands that venues don't want to do that. In this right. yeah. yeah. No, it's wild. I mean, there's definitely just a nice following there. For it's a good sure. venue. That's a good venue. Did you get to catch? The, have you seen the dead in any of the venues on the West Coast? I, I uh, went to all the Dead & Co. shows at Hollywood Bowl. On Hollywood Bowl? Yeah. Wow. Oh, was that the one where they, uh, there was like a bomb threat? There was a bomb scare? They had to there was that one of them, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. That's yeah. awful. <laughs> yeah. Fucking nuts. I wish I could have seen them at Hollywood Bowl before. That's such an amazing venue, man. I wish I could go to that venue. It's similar. I don't want to say it's similar, but it's, it's um, Red Rocky-ish. They closed out their tour at the Hollywood Bowl. Isn't that the last spot they go? Uh, oh, maybe. I'm I not think sure. it was that year, right? I feel like the Hollywood Bowl was the end of that tour. Maybe. I know it was towards the end. We were like, it was, I think it was like their second the or third year because they were still good. Yeah, we were debating on doing like a West Coast tour. Yeah, so we would either be there or that spot that's uh, up more north where they always, I don't, I forget what it's, what it's called. They call it like the house that Jerry built or something. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the one up in San, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's us, San. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember which one. In San Francisco. One of the sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so, what are you doing? What are you doing for them at the music hall? Are you like running multiple things? Like, what's 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 um, happening there most of the time? Depends on the night, man. Honestly, a lot of this we just kind of work there. Yeah. Like whatever security. Sometimes your crew. I ran lights there. I was like the backup lighting guy when <laughs> when the main guy couldn't make it. They're like, just we're all black. <laughs> Yeah, essentially, just go in and do what you got to do. Yeah, kind of wild. Carry in the chairs and then set up the amps and then break down the amps and little gap taping, smoke a joint and then carry all the chairs back outside and shit. It's a whole thing. (laughs) But yeah, if you work there, you're basically like 
crew and everything else. But it's 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 like the amazing part of it because everybody wants to be there and doing it. So yeah, um, it was just it's cool. Live tunes every night. Yeah. Now I'm getting sad because. Yeah, I know. Well, what's so? What have they been doing? I I feel like I I watched a couple of the early um, like lives that they did. Are they still having? I thought I saw something recently that somebody was doing another one like soon. Are they doing yeah. often? They have like a schedule lined up for the fall. Yeah, they're just they're keeping it. Uh, I don't know if it's for the fall. They're keeping everything kind of like close to the chest with how they're booking everything out. We're finding things out within like a few weeks at a time. Everything's so up in the air, right? So yeah. if you know we found a vaccine and things could open up and they can get other bands in there with things and the live stream is going to get, you don't want to be committed and you're yeah. going to get customers in there if you can. Yeah. So you don't want to be committed uh, to the live stream. Right. Like, yeah. But they've been doing it every weekend. Got muscle tough coming in, uh, this weekend. They're like a wild fusion jazz trio from the city. Yeah. So did some split like splintered sunlight will, has been there multiple times. Over oh there. yeah. There's we'll yeah, back. They've done it a bunch before. Yeah. And what they bring in a small crew to help them, uh, with lights and sound and the live stream. Yeah. So you got like a sound guy, a lighting guy, and one other person with production. Our box office manager is usually there because they'll sell tickets to a Zoom yeah. meeting. And then it's pretty cool. They set up a big projector and they project the Zoom meeting. So, so, like they can see the so it's, there is like a virtual crowd. It's like how you put the, the cardboard figures in a cinema yeah. for games. Um, but they call in and people are still dancing and stuff like that. So she oh. moderates that whole thing. We have to join one. Yeah, I think we do have to join one. Yeah, it's yeah, like- they're very cool. And all the money it goes towards it just like yeah. band and crew. Like the venue is not actually taken. That's awesome. Yeah, money I was from it. they they have like a big uh, just a big pot there just waiting for any of like their employees to need it, which is pretty great. That's pretty That's wild. Awesome. That's wild. And it's all tips from patrons. It's, it's Amazing. Yeah, they just came out with gear too. Oh yeah. Yeah, they have like hats and shirts and stuff now that they're selling. I saw on Instagram the other day. They've been planning that since I started working there. Really? A year and a half. They still need help. They've been planning this. They've been planning this reload, the new logo, and this. It looks so bad. It could be so cool. It could be so cool. They need like your help. (laughs) It's not. It's it's rough. The. it's, it looks like it would be something that you would get from like one of those weird websites that like so put stuff on water bottles. So you want a shirt, but you won't wear the shirt. Yeah, it's ugly. <laughs> I wish they had a cool one. Like I would wear, I would love a fucking cool shirt from there, but it's like weird looking. Yeah, they should definitely like have at least multiple. It looks like a diner shirt. Designs out there. Yeah, from like a diner in the middle of nowhere. I mean, um, that's what the logo looks I'm like. I'm looking at it. Uh, yeah, see, isn't it hideous? It's very like cookie cutter. Yeah, it's, they, it's like they... They try to go with the like the circle, like it's a vinyl thing, but it's yeah. yeah. Abby's mainline, mainline Philly, it says. Yeah, it does say mainline Philly. <laughs> that's my favorite oxymoron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's kind of funny. I'm calling it out. That's so true. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah, they're just I guess if they put mainline, no one knows where that is. Right. Yeah. Wow. Half of it's in Delco. Yeah. Right. If you look it up, it is. They always say that. I wonder what, what, do you think that the mainline kids say that they're in Delco or do they say they're from the main line? No, I think their parents would ground them if they heard them they say that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely Delco. from the main line. But I bet yeah. sometimes when they're like with somebody else, that, like it doesn't they matter. Rep, like, they rep Delco. Because they, they want to be tough. They're like, no, I'm from Delco. So. Yeah, like if they just need a little bit of hood in them. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's just like one of the towns up. Like somebody. <laughs> yeah. 
or like somewhere like Phoenixville or something. You're like, yeah, Delco. So you oh. sound scarier. But, Meanwhile, people in Delco are saying they're from like Southeast Philly. Right. I'm like, yeah, this is area by the airport. This small, this small yeah. town out there. <laughs> One exit south the airport. <laughs> gets to go I to- say that every time. And it's not like I'm ashamed of it, but like people from other states have no fucking clue, you know, what you're saying. So I'm always like, oh, right by the Philadelphia airport. And then yeah, I, I just said I was like, from Philly when I was in LA. I never oh, yeah, that's the easiest. But then people would see the first time, the first bar we went to when we were out in LA looking down for like apartments and stuff. We sat down, order a beer, Meg orders a beer and a water, and the bartender goes, Part of Delco, you guys from? Shut <laughs> off. The first what? person we actually interacted with. Oh, well, you ordered a water. From Havertown. She said, okay. Water. So yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But <laughs> not even Philly, Delco, she said, called us right out. That's, That's funny. funny. Yeah, I mean, you know how to call out the, your kind, you know. <laughs> it cracks me up. So has the has the album dropped? Rippled anything out? Have uh, has anybody reached out to start collabing? Um, I had most of them already set up, planned, and set up from the beginning. And also, you always have people being like, "Hey, we need to jam." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like that'll it'll be three years, and then they'll still be like, "Hey, you need we need to jam." I feel like so you kind of you weed through that stuff pretty quickly. Yeah. And you have to lay, it takes time to really sit down and put something down with somebody as opposed to like just going and hanging out, you know? Yeah. And everybody works at different paces too. So right now I'm working on like all of them simultaneously. Are you working with like other bands mixing their stuff too at the same time? Uh, not right now. I was with that band, uh, Swick, that was yeah. on there you were talking about earlier. I was doing some mixing for them and that option's still out there for them. Um, I think they're just trying to figure out what, what they're they, going to do want to do but it's it's hard right now because you can kind of throw something together remotely but like when everybody's recording differently and using different stuff and it's yeah. really hard to get like a like a good cohesive sound together it's like the little nuances of different people's rooms and setups and yeah i mean normally if you're doing it like all different you know i'm gonna put the microphone where i want to put the microphone because i know how it's going to interact so it's got you're kind of there's a lot of guesswork and just makes it a little difficult I would assume. But I feel like you can't. I, I don't even know. I don't even know how how they're doing, like the performances on like when the dudes go on like NBC and whatever, and like all the band members are in different places. Yeah. And then they're broadcasting it live. Like I feel like that's not. There's no fucking way that they're sending that stuff to people and it's like happening and working. Yeah, I don't understand the live aspect of that because I do. Uh, Ardmore Musical has the Ardmore Musical family band. So I'm involved in, <clears throat> and we'll do that. Don't but play like. like like, I feel but like it's if not live. To play a song right now, there's no fucking way now. Yeah, no, it does, just a little lag and stuff like that. Like, yeah. you can't, you can just no us with that. And our random yeah. freeze. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. There's, uh, we just do everything in advance. Like, we chart out the song and say, we all record it separately and then send it into with this sound guy at Ardmore Music Hall, who's a wizard. Oh, really? And he kind of puts it all together. And wow. yeah, I don't understand how they do the live stuff like that. That's absurd to me. Yeah. Recording on Am on fucking Zoom too is like difficult enough as it is. Like imagine trying to pull a track out of that to use on top of all the other tracks that you're oh, yeah. getting from each person. Like that's that would be the only cohesive if you wanted to throw it together because it has to be layered, right? Yeah. And like there would have there would definitely have to be a lot of like of sound check involved like because it would all have to still be fed to one person to put it all together which you can do if someone on the feed and then sending it out to everyone but you can't do it through a normal zoom there's no way like if you had your own feed you're saying chef no like well yeah we do you know our production guys do it for video you can like have like a machine and then you're kind of sending a 
a feed out or you're like catching everyone's feed and they can play on their own teams or zoom and you kind of pull their feed oh, in. broadcast it out. That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So it's like a simul, a simulcast right then like a stream. Right. Yeah. 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 So exactly. event coordination. So he's been like, his company has been coming up with unique ways to do like similar stuff like that, like to have live events and <laughs> this is what you're trained for. It's crazy dude. Yeah, no, it's 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 a wild wild world we're living in, and right now in the in the events industry, it's like the wild wild west for sure. I mean, there's some people that have been doing virtual forever, but uh, for the majority, it was an afterthought. Yeah. Not thinking it like this now. No, but it's, it's I talk to people more on this stupid fucking screen than I do in person. But it's right. revolutionizing revolutionizing everything. So it's just gonna yeah. like it's gonna add layers to everything, you know, good and bad, but right. most good. You know, I feel like there'll always be animatronic people now at like sporting events, though. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, like that'll never go away. Even if they start letting people, they're going to be like, dude, we're selling double quadruple seats, virtual seats over here. Oh, yeah. Oh, I heard that the Kansas City is going to have 22% capacity in the stadium. Wow. And the Cowboys are going to have as many. Really? Yeah. The Cowboys are just going to fill their stadium, man. Jerry controls Texas, basically. So he's going to do what he wants. But, you know, Kansas City, I was... Did you go to a Dodgers game out there? How was the sports out there in comparison? The only game we went to was... uh, We went to the game where Carson Wentz got hurt. Uh, Get the fuck uh, out there. Your fault, Steve. It was so bittersweet, Uh, man. You guys Uh. put that stadium over... Because there were so many Eagles fans. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. It felt felt like a home game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, felt no. like a home game when we were out we there. We took yeah. that over. Were you home when they won? Uh, no, man. I was interning at that Super Bowl. Honestly, at the moment the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I was in my fifth food lion in Los Angeles that night, begging a manager to get me a grapefruit flavored Lacroix for Pharrell. Uh. He was coming into the studio the next morning, and he <laughs> needed a case of Pharrell. And I have Barney, Ryan Williams, and Zach Hammond oh, calling okay. me screaming and shit that the Eagles won the Super Bowl. And I just went and sat in my car and rolled the windows up and like cried for five minutes and then <laughs> pounded my way back to, this, back to this studio where nobody that cared. Nobody cared that the Eagles won the ever. Super Bowl at that point. I couldn't even just that. Uh, through the night. I mean, wow. I've experienced similar situations in life through travel and like, you know, experiencing events on the road. <clears throat> Like I watched the Eagles snow the snow game against I think Detroit when Shady went off. I was in Berlin for that, which was pretty oh. cool. But like I've never experienced. I mean, the Eagles that win is you know <clears throat> that's the best that we've had so far. Yeah, I remember my Meg was she was watching it too. She also had to work, but like they won while she was on her way to work. And she said she was on a bus in LA watching it on her phone and just started screaming and nobody even like <laughs> flinched. Yeah. She was like flipping out, crying, screaming. It's nobody gotta flinched. be so wow. different being like somewhere else where no one literally gives a shit when you win. Yeah. I honestly think I cared more about the Eagles when we were like any Philadelphia sport. I was a more of a, of a sports fan when I was out there then I, yeah. I won't wake up. I'm not going to wake up at nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday to go sit at a bar for anything here. Yeah. But I would do it every time I had to out there. Well, it connects you to the back home. Yeah. It kind of like for them a couple hours, you're like still have your city for a minute. Yeah. For sure. That's the Eagles games, man. Cause it's just, they're special. 
I wonder what it's going to be like. It's going to be fucking weird. Yeah. I know, man. They're they're training. It, it like they're. I keep seeing Harden on is of Carson throwing laser spirals, looking yeah, man. good. Djax is burning everybody. Yeah, no, we'll see. You know, and they said uh, they said the Eagles should really just take a quarterback and just put him in quarantine the whole year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not a For bad more idea. than one reason, right? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> we already brought that up once. I don't need to hear that again. You're not hearing those words. But yeah, it's. Um, I think it's going to be really different. But I think people are still going to watch. I mean, I don't think ratings will die if they get it on. Like, 100%. no, people need something to do oh, yeah. and it's live cool. sports. And no one. I wonder how they're going to watch it. Like, I wonder yeah. if they'll tell you. No, well, that's I mean, not going to They've I already. Feel like, I bet you they shut down the parking yeah. lots. Like, they'll, so they're going to be blocked like, off with security. They're going to be. Yeah. I, I mean, like, in the Big Ten, you can't tailgate. They announced Penn State. Oh, really? Well, yeah. that was early yeah. on, but yeah, there would this be no tailgate. Philadelphia Eagles, so there's going to be people in uh, F. I just keep thinking I have these videos. We're just going to do it in on Broad Street. with the FDR Park pull They're going to be in the park for sure. Definitely They're going to be kicked out. The park will be full. Yeah, people are just going to be on the streets. It's going to be interesting. But they definitely will be live open at 25%. Yeah. It probably will be. <laughs> They're doing an event down there soon. We were just talking about it. They're doing some kind of driving concert up that way. I mean, honestly, it would. Oh, at the ballpark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. What they should do, honestly, is is like break off portions of the parking lot and create up, create little satellite Xfinity lives, like throw up massive TVs, hire all the production crews that are like sitting around, put massive TVs, put up like, you know, little bars and then you can station people off into little sections and, and uh, so, you know, distance. So instead of like getting a booth at the club, you're now like bringing the club to your trunk. Exactly. exactly. And now table service is still required. So. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't do it. Somebody would pay for it though. Somebody would. It kind of sounds like a cool concept. Well, and there could be it like makes sense, park. man. Uh, City Parks on Tap is doing it at a couple spots in the city and they honestly do a great job. Yeah, I mean, they set up like bag people. chairs and camping tables around that are like, they got the space they keep them like right. 12 feet apart Dude, there's so many parking lots around our stadiums and there's so yeah. many people that would pay even there's areas you could do it for free and then some are more vip and you get you have to pay for it but people would go down there just to be outside of the link That's what I'm saying. Flag, like, when they're playing in there and you can hear it it's so weird Dude, the people are of all the people ordering. being outside but nobody inside <laughs> but them <laughs> yeah and they're like, like imagine the TV coverage. They're going to be like, this game looks absolutely crazy, but it's like over the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, back and- How about even we would definitely still be the latest, the loudest stadium in the NFL. Oh, oh, yeah. sure. And even crazier, <laughs> they put mics out there and pump in the crowd noise from outside. See, I actually feel like that's a great idea, Shuff. I, I the only I idea honestly, I feel like we're on to something here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Probably call Jeff Laurie or someone right now. <laughs> Who has Laurie's number? <laughs> We gotta have. Would that be sick? What if would you put have to put like microphones in every lighting uh, tower? Yeah, I mean, it would have to be on. They're already there. Let's be honest. Cameras. (laughs) It would have to be on a delay, though. So I don't know if it would work because they would have to uh, like uh, censor some of that. I think. Yeah. You can either, stop that on they'd TV. They'd also have to project the game. They'd have to put out some. Oh, you, oh no, yeah. for sure. That's what I was saying. Like in each of those areas, you would have massive TVs. 
and bars. And it'd be like little satellite Xfinity Live. They do the same thing in Xfinity Live, like before a Sixers game. They have the stage, like before. Yeah, when they do open up outside. Oh yeah, yeah. TV. And they have the on the wall. They have like the projector. I feel like on the East Coast, they're going to be a long time before they're going to allow people to publicly gather like that. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I think football is going to be the tester for sure. I was thinking they'll probably get more ratings on TV than ever before. Oh, for sure. All the sports are now. Everything is getting like people. I was saying how crazy it was because I was like, hockey was on at three o'clock in the afternoon today, and Chef's like. Yeah, they got nothing else to do. They're just <laughs> in the bubble. They got to yeah. play games. Why not play them? Flyers. Yeah, let's yeah, get, up. get it. They done. look good, man. I'm excited. Hard <clears throat> heart, man. That's shutout. Of the Back-to-back play. shutouts. Will it be weird if we win during the pandemic? Yes. Every, Everyone will make fun of us. Yes. Abby's a fucking Pens fan. Yeah, it'll be like a half win. For no way. Guys. No way. It's just <laughs> as hard. It's, it's probably even harder. To be honest, it's top shop. That's yeah, but the talk. season was like ripped in half. It's not harder. <laughs> not ripped in half. I mean, they missed out on like a few regular season games. I just a few. There would probably be an asterisk in the book. There will be half season, and that's what, and that's what would do it. One hundred percent. If asterisk. it's notated, then because if it's not, then we'll just forget about it. No, but has but it's going to be asterisk. But yeah. honestly, how cool is that though? Because th- this season for all sports will be talked about for decades. Yeah, like remember when oh, yeah. the Flyers won the Stanley Cup during the pandemic? Hold it does on. sound cool. You think you can stop people from going to a football game, but if they won and there was a parade of some well, sorts. Who, who said we weren't stopping people from I, I, didn't, <laughs> no. I didn't say that because you damn sure believe, especially because the majority you imagine of imagine people? Oh my god. Though. You think you're gonna stop them from having a parade? Get out of yeah. here. But there I don't know who said there was a there They don't want to win because of the liability of the parade. Who said that? You're just making things <laughs> up. just made that up. You just make that up? Yeah. Yeah, that's not real. She's I buy that conspiracy theory, though. That yeah, actually makes sense. Man over here. So you got to watch, you know, you got to watch yourself. <laughs> who wants to deal with that PR, though? It would be a mess. You know, you maybe you make it to the playoffs and then follow yeah. goal, follow, follow goal shy. Yeah. Hey, they did their best. They did well, but now Fire's we don't have to worry about like, the parade. Yeah, right. This is the year. This is the year. It's I have a really bad feeling, not bad, a bad, good feeling <laughs> that they're probably going to make a deep run. And then that's what everyone's going to say. Like, yeah, oh. they're right below like the top dogs, I think, but in, Hockey, the number one right now. Playoffs, like it doesn't matter. He's well, playing like, the best right now. Like the Knights, Las Vegas, or Tampa Bay. Those crazy Knights fans we met yeah. in Jamaica. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they were crazy. From LA, how do you? Be, it's like they were like hardcore. At, like yeah, the, and the Knights uh, have been playing Knights like a year. <laughs> they were like there for a year, and they had like T-shirts and hats and like a, you know. I'm like, dude, they've been there for like six weeks. She's like, everybody. How'd you even get them? This, how'd you even we get have them nothing. She kept saying, "We have nothing. We have nothing." We love it so much. It's like, yeah, because there's no other team. There's nothing else in Vegas, right? I mean, uh, well, I mean, they have. Yeah, no, I mean, they got the Raiders now. So. Yeah, well, that's gonna be weird too. But you know, that just came to came to about too. Yeah, okay. they'll probably get a basketball team at some point as well. This whole year has been ridiculous. But Steve, so I think we're gonna start wrapping it down. But I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, this has been a ton of fun, guys. Rapping with us a little bit. I enjoyed the album very much. I hope I hear Thanks, some collab stuff. You turned me on to some good music today just by listening to some of your stuff and like it bringing up other stuff. So thanks for the tune download. 
Yeah, it was cool listening to music today. That's sure. all we can do, man. <laughs> it was super chill. I love new tunes. I love when new tunes brings on new tunes. Let us know Absolutely. if you're inspired to ever write something for Be Easy. <laughs> we can feature it. The, the theme song for ours is custom made by another buddy that um, Abby's girlfriend. He's like, you know, same kind of deal. Kind of um, sound, sound engineer, musician. They're like a band called the 90s. Oh, nice. I love the 90s. Nothing better. Yeah. So yeah, they play all 90s tunes. That was the first time I heard your podcast. I was like, I wonder where they got this song from. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just like a music. It. I'm just a music guy. Of course. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a nice tune. Yeah. It, it rips. You were so particular on the tune that we couldn't launch the podcast till the tune was done. Right. It's so important. It was yeah. a thing. And I was pretty adamant about making sure that the song was right. And like, I, I feel like we, we felt like jerks the first like session. Like when he was like, here's what I got. And everyone was like, but he was so good he was like i couldn't make a decision you sent me so much different stuff because <laughs> we sent him like this playlist of like all those weird music we were listening to from the pandemic and it was like all different stuff from everybody and he's like i couldn't decide whether it was going to be this or that yeah. and he's like i was mixing the wrong ones and then like the first one he came back with afterwards was like dead on perfect yeah. and like the exact mix we wanted so Control anyway, us. No. Save yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it was about. Enter. Yeah. We were listening. Yeah, we were listening to a lot of your style of music at the time. And I remember getting into it pretty heavy for a bit during the pandemic. Like it being winter, it was like my winter music. It was like very chill. We could smoke, yeah. hang out, like relax, be at the house and do like whatever. But, you know, it, it just reminded me of like the stuff that you were doing when I heard it the first time. So perfect timing, man. Yeah. It was dope. 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 Yeah. I got one question that I ask everybody before I let them go. And it's a quick yeah. question. You got to respond right away. What was the last package delivered to your house? Oh shit. I got a pair of new, new shorts today. Ooh. Yeah, man. New shorts. I'm wearing a short them right now. Camouflage. Fabletics. Yeah, from the wife's account. Oh, that's very nice of her. Wow. That's Man, that was an easy oh. question. I'm glad I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> that's it up, and he, he puts all this pressure. Uh, yeah, well, because I like to see what the, someone will say right away. It's an interesting question. Wearing, wearing the answer. That's a first. <laughs> so, New bar, you, man. What the number is this, guys? Is this 26? Oh, man. 26. It's oh, so man. Thanks for coming on, bud. Yeah, was, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it was, it was tons of fun. fun. Good stuff. Always love to catch up some other time too, when people can see humans or something like that. Yeah, man. Forever. I saw you guys were at smoke together. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. We're so grateful you joined us for today's episode. Please go ahead and leave us a review here on the podcast. And if you love our content, we're also on Instagram and Facebook at Be Easy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so go ahead and drop us a note, even over email. Be easy pod pod at gmail.com. Maybe you'll join us for a future episode. So until next time, friends, be easy.